Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. everybody y'all listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show amen back in business too man Whew. man how good is god i mean really if you think about it in spite of all that's going down in your life first of all it could be worse but secondly sometimes you have to remember and i've just had to have this conversation with myself this morning that's how i'm fresh on this one right here when a challenge faces you, or you're going through a difficult moment, or you didn't hit a bump in the road, in the middle of that, if you can manage to be grateful, it will take you a long way. Gratitude is a powerful resource. 
if you can be grateful in the middle of it, gratitude is a powerful resource. When it's dim for you and it got a little bumpy on the road and you ran into some obstacles and you done ran up into some detour signs and your journey ain't smooth as it was last week or, or last year, you got to be grateful for the things that are going right and that have gone right and for the thing that's wrong right now to get right. Man, can I share that with you? Man, is that a tough one to learn. It is for me. It has been one of my toughest challenges is to learn how to be grateful because it's a powerful resource, but how to be grateful in moments of despair when it ain't going right. See, here's a mistake I would make. See, when something go wrong, I want to focus on the wrong so much in an attempt to fix it. But even then, the focus ain't always in the fix it. The focus becomes, man, this is bad. Man, I can't believe this is happening. Why this keep going down? Th- that doesn't fix anything. You know, uh, milling over it, going over what's wrong, explaining it, sharing it with your friends. You know, making it sound worse than it is. Tell the story for pity from other people. All of that right there has nothing to do with the fix. Sometimes you're just mulling over it. You're just making it worse. You're just making it a bigger problem. You're manifesting it into your atmosphere. You're putting it out there in your spirit. Now all of a sudden it consumes your day. Next thing you know, you're having a bad day. If you're having a bad day, it's because you've been having some bad thoughts. So what I've had to learn how to do and what I'm working on this morning is I'm working on this situation that then cropped up. I was going kind of smooth here for a minute, and now I then got real bumpy in the road, you know, and all this here. So what I'm thinking about now, though, is even though I've hit a bump in the road and even though I done ran into a detour and even though I've hit this lull, I'm going down into a valley, I ain't up on the peak, Can I not still be grateful for all the things that God has given me, for all the things he's done for me, for all the things he's brought me through, and realizing that even this that's happening to me again is going to pass too. He going to get me through that too. Come on, man. God is a good God, man. It's a lot to be grateful for. So while I'm tripping on this bump in the road out in here, what I got to remember is all the things he's done for me. And like I say, my saying is joy and depression cannot reside in the same place. So instead of being down about this new bump in the road, if I'm constantly filling my mind with the thoughts of how good he's been to me, of what all he's done for me, of all the things he's brought me through, of all the blessings he's presented me with. When I go down that list, I really don't have a lot of time to mull over the situation. Now, do I have to fix this bump in the road? Of course I do. Are there some things I'm going to have to do to straighten it out? Of course it is. But Steve, just go on and get the business of doing it and straighten it out. What you mulling over and worrying about it for? You know, old people, I heard old people say something when I was growing up in the church. They say, if you're going to pray about it, don't worry about it. But if you're going to worry about it, don't pray about it. That's an amazing thing. And prayer just happens to be my weapon of choice. That ain't always been that way. I want you to understand that. My first weapon of choice was you do it to me, I do it to you. You call me out, I call you out. You say something bad about me, I've tried to find you and say something bad about you. 
That was my weapon in the past. How did that work out for you, Steve? Not so good. Because you know what? I spent a lot of time fighting back, kicking back, swinging back, when I could have spent all that time climbing. See, all you're trying to do at the end of the day, folks, is have a better life than the one you got. All you're trying to do is improve your position in life. You know, it's not my business to make sure you don't get where you're going. I ain't got no time for that. It's not my job to assure that you ain't as high as me. I ain't got no time for that. Your real mission and purpose is to have the best life that you can have, to ascend to the highest plateau that you can get to, to make your family as comfortable as you can, to provide as much as you can for your family, but legally. See, those of us that are sitting up here trying to come up with sideways, you can ask a couple million men sitting in prison today how they wish they hadn't have done that. And they'll tell you, oh, man, I wish I never had did it. I knew not to go down there. Something told me not to go down there. Man, if I could change things, I would. But they sitting somewhere doing some time that had they made another decision, they wouldn't have to do. Now, that don't make them throw away people. Nah, man, because everybody make mistakes, and God is in the forgiving business. And some of us have done some things that really broke the law and a whole lot of other things and deserved to do some time, but through the grace of God, we didn't. But now we sit up here and we pass judgment on people who got to do some. Man, I don't care. I don't care what you've done. God can forgive anything. But our position, our motivation in life is to try to have the best life we can have and provide for those around us and make it comfortable. If that's your ambition, you don't have time to worry about or concern yourself with another person. And I wasted time doing that. And that's not the way to get it done. It's simply mind to your business. Taking care of you and getting yourself right and tight is 24-7. So that's a full-time job. So what I had to learn was, and what I've, the reason I've chosen prayer as, as my weapon of choice now, is that now prayer helps me that I don't have to fight back. Now, if I get cornered, I'm going to fight you. I, I, I ain't even going to lie to you. And I'm still working on some things that trigger me, you know, you, you know, you, you know, and 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 so I'm 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 slowly getting better at that. But I've learned that my weapon of choice is prayer now. So when it happens ugly for me, I pray about it. When it get tight and dismal for me, I pray about it. And the thing about prayer, man, is prayer changes things. Yes, it does. Now you ain't got to believe me. Read about it and try it. Prayer changes things. Every faith, every faith implements prayer. If you are in a faith that's about anything, see, I don't care what religion you choose. Don't make me no difference. But all religions are based around this here. There is a God. There is a connection to God, and there's a relationship with God. You got to get all them three things together. I, I don't know if I explained it right. 
But hey, listen to me, man. I don't care what you call God, but you do have to call him. And when you call him, whatever name you got attached to it, that's your business. But the deal is the relationship is in the prayer. Is you talking to him, waiting on a response, him answering you back. That's a relationship. Try to have a relationship with a man or woman without talking back and forth. See how long that one go for you. See how well it go. That's the deal, okay? Come on. Prayer is a wonderful weapon. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Boys and girls, young people, <laughs> the changes. I hear you. The changes. I hear you, Stop. and I'm saying that, and it's not written down. It's not In written down. In the words down. of Cedric, I hear you. <laughs> Go get it, young people. Make them feel you. Hmm. Make them hear you. That's they're right. Doing That's yeah. what they're doing. Mr. Rubio, you'll be out of a job. <laughs> yeah, what? So. What? I stood up and had a black glove on when with somebody, my fist ball up when they said that. When somebody says that to you, Steve, it, they mean it. Dog, man. right after you got through talking. Yeah, yeah. They mean it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least he was there. Yeah, he was there. They don't care. They don't count. Well, it had a lot to do with. He stood. He went in there. He took the heat. And Scott did not show up. Nope. The, the governor. governor. The, the governor, governor did yeah. not show mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. That's a weak move right there, man. Not to show up to hit a town meeting, man. That 2020, is very, very baby, weak. is on the Because way. he know he can't show up. Mm-hmm. Because as a Republican governor, mm-hmm. once they uncover what he's accepted mm-hmm. and who his main campaign contributors are, he can't open his mouth. He can't go to this town hall and open his mouth and say one thing about NIA. You bet not. So it's best not to show up, huh? He just yeah. didn't show up. Why else, man? Yeah. And they got to control the president, so they got to keep him in the White House where they can at least snatch some mics off, cut some cords or something. <laughs> Can't let him go down there working on them kids' cut AD some cords. Yeah. Nah. They well, had his the response Did you see that, Shirley? They had his response. When they say this, you say this. Uh, oh, yeah. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, I that was on a note card, right? He had a yeah, note card a note. in his hand, Steve. <laughs> And you could just see the responses or the questions yeah. on the card. And it no looked like a... Say something. He yeah. looked down. Was no that empty. his, was that his penmanship? <laughs> How do you know what you're going to say when you don't know what they're going to say? Mm. You you know. It's like when you prepare for an argument. Yeah. They say this, you say this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but for Trump, somebody was in the back <laughs> holding up their hand. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Say number three. three. Number <laughs> right. Close it out with this. Yeah. I hear Close you. It out. Take it home with <laughs> yeah, this. right. <laughs> That's sad. Oh, we're in a bad way with the president, boy. We are definitely in a bad way. I just know some stuff you ain't supposed to say. You ain't supposed to tell them put put give the teachers more guns. You know it's bad when people (laughs) hated Obama. Wish we had Obama, boy. (laughs) He did exactly what he said he was going to do. He's going to Washington to drain the swamp. He's doing it. He's just replaced it with all new creatures. Yes. Mm-hmm. To the likes of which we've never, never seen, seen before. before. That's what he's done. <laughs> and and we don't even know how to react to this. No. We've because now we're trying to act like this is normal, and it ain't. No. This ain't regular, this ain't real, this ain't how it's supposed to go. But them kids, though. But he ah, they got some for all of them. <laughs> Mr. Rubio, you will be there. Thank you, Mr. Rubio. You'll be out of work. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to change gears, switch a little bit when we come back. We're going to do something funny and talk about why it is that women always, yes, I said always, beat men 
at argument. Who said that? I said it. Who you? And I, I was right. It. Who you? <laughs> No, you just, right there, you just lost See, right it. Case in point. We'll be back at 32 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go with something funny. So, Steve, now, what is this women always beat men at arguments? We know this, but Wait, are you they guys- do. <laughs> because they do things that men don't do and are incapable of doing. Here's some reasons okay. that you'll never win an argument. How about the first one you need to understand? And above all else, they don't forget. What? Never. No, nothing. Nothing. Never. Nothing. They don't forget a doggone thing. Nope. You let it go. <laughs> she said, I forgive you, but she banked. All that information. That's right. Women have the biggest hard drive in their brains ever created. IBM ain't got nothing on a woman's hard drive, baby. Like you guys with sports stats. Uh Yeah. You can't erase their hard drive. It's locked in forever. Remember your 1998? Remember that? When I got that number Uh out your pocket, it was Connie's number. Remember that? Mm -hmm. You remember Connie? It was another one. Uh-huh. You know what we do? What? Mm-hmm. We delete information, right? Yeah. Oh, we you delete mean it. the men yeah. do? We get it off our phone, computer, yeah. everything. Got to get rid of it. They don't. They don't delete. They no. don't delete. Why would we do that? <laughs> that's, that's stupid. It's called evidence. Right, baby. I'll tell you another thing they got. They got a picture of everything. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> Yes, I. Even if it ain't a photograph, it's a mental image. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. They got you. You know guys. women. Come on, yes. Steve. You guys forget. And don't say, here's another one. Okay. And don't say you didn't say something. Uh-huh. You're right. You didn't say it, but you texted. Uh-huh. <laughs> and guess what? Your dumb ass forgot. Again. Here it is, right here. I got it. I saved you. Yep. <laughs> Here's another reason women always win. Because women don't care if you answer or pick up their phone. No. They don't. No. They don't. No, no. no they don't. Yeah. You know why? Because all you're going to find is pictures of shoes, <laughs> recipes, baby pictures, and hairstyles. <laughs> you're right with me, except yeah, for the good. recipes. They I have, have no evidence on their damn phone. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. None. Nope. <laughs> Nope. Yeah. Go ahead, hey. look in it. Look. Well, well, hey, look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 3765. I don't have any <laughs> recipes in mind. Look at the pig code. Go ahead. Here's mm-hmm. other reason you can't win an argument, because they can see who you calling on your phone from yes. a mile away. <laughs> yes, we can. I don't give a damn what kind of protective screen you got on there. The black one that you can't see from the side, mm-hmm. she can see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who is she? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This, is, this is scary. Uh-huh. This, this is, is real. Mom, I said, huh? Here's another reason you can't remember, you, you can't win an argument. Why? Because they remember exact dates. Ooh, yes, yes, Lord. They yes, remember Lord. exact yes. dates with the details. Mm-hmm. What you had on, mm-hmm. what oh, you yes. was eating. Yeah. What car you was in? Yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. where you was sitting? Uh huh. Mm. Oh, man, yeah, I can't win with yeah. that. Breathe it out, Jay. Breathe it out. <laughs> There's another reason you can't win an argument with a woman. You ready? Uh huh. Uh-huh. 
without even setting it up. Uh-huh. They lie for each other. Yes, yes, baby. <laughs> high five, Carla. High five, yes. Carla. Without having to talk. They don't have to set it they up. You got to do none of that. Carla, where was I yesterday? At my house? At my house. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Immediately. We were watching uh, the Atlanta we have Housewives. To make call it has to be to set, set it up. up. We yeah. were watching yeah. the Atlanta Housewives. Because remember Drink when Needy had said, mm-hmm. I got to call Jay. <laughs> Unk, I was with you in Vegas. I got to say something. <laughs> and here's the I other like reason you can't win an argument. Because they have one put down <laughs> that no man has ever been able to top. Here's the put down they use. Stop acting like some little old girl. Except they don't use girls. <laughs> did she just call me? Did she, uh-huh. did she just? After that, you you're came. shaking to the core. Yeah. You, came. Yeah. you can't come back. No, there's that. no comeback. Yeah. Not, like right now, you just stuck on that. Yeah. Stop yeah. acting like some little old girl. But they don't say girl. But they don't say girl. Now you up in here. All you hear is that. We win again. Now the <laughs> argument, you ain't got no more points. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Yeah. Actually, you was winning the argument. You were winning since she (laughs) she hit that. We know how to shut it down. That hurts. Wow. Ah. Wow. Man. Yeah. And we're never going to win one, man. Why does that hurt so much like that? Oh, because there's no comeback. You got no comeback for that. But let me tell you something, ladies. Yes. You should never say that to your man. No, I would never say that to my husband. I've I've never been. Because, Because words cut really deep. And once you cut a man so deep, how do you fix that? And wow. I know women who have used that on their man a lot. Uh-huh. And I'm telling you, really? it's hard to come back for that. Mm-hmm. Because men, our comeback for that is, well, okay, I'll tell you what. I know somebody don't think I'm a little old girl. Yeah. Because what the, that's, that's the ultimate insult for a man. You're just a little old girl. Man. Can't come back from that. Yeah, no, nah. And when you do that to a man, you damage him. Mm. What'd you say, Tommy? Ouch. Ouch. No, not ouch. Not ouch. Mm. Not ouch. Mm. ouch. Ouch. It's ugly, man. It's very ugly. Yeah. That one hurt right there. This is how your woman really feel about you. Yeah. What's bad is when you see a guy get done in public like when you see his lady do that to him in yeah. public, you be like, oh, that hurts yeah. me. Yeah. That, that hurts women to see that. That hurts women. Women don't like to see that. Oh, man. Women don't like to see a woman belittling her man in public. We don't. I've seen it. You ain't going to leave me. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. You acting like a little... Girl. All right. Wow. <laughs> a little low. Like a little low. All right, coming up uh, right after this, Nephew Tommy's Run That Prank Back. Run it back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to discuss gun control, and now it is time for the Nephew and Run That Prank Back, Neff. As in the last year, <laughs> Touch gave me this glove <laughs> so that I may have healing power. <laughs> Here it is, the preacher's wife. Run that prank back. Let's go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Sister Angela. Sister Angela, please. This is she. How you doing? My name is Brother Clayton. I'm I'm calling you from uh, Greater Baptist Church. How you doing this morning? Oh, I, I 
I'm fine. I'm fine. Good to hear from you, brother. Yeah, listen, I, I know that um, your husband, Reverend, uh, Reverend Jonathan, is actually uh, one of the candidates that we may be choosing to be our pastor since yes. our past pastor has stepped down. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of my husband. Um, uh, I think he'll make a very good candidate, as a matter of fact. Here at the church, we've been asking a lot of the deacons and, and, and um, assistant uh, uh, ministers here have been asking different questions, different things that they would be doing once they uh, became pastor. You know, like your first 100 days, what would you try and change here at the church or try and make better, okay. so to speak? Yeah. Did, did but, you but need what to speak we, to my husband? He's not here right now. Did you need to speak to him? No, not right now. What, what we've decided to do, uh, uh, Sister Angela, is actually call the wives and ask them a few questions. Okay, that's a little different, sure. And we don't we don't want to take up too much of your time. You know, a, a lot of times, uh, if a pastor is stressed at home, nine times out of ten, he's likely to be stressed at the church. So, I, I guess my 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 biggest question to you is: Is your husband stressed at home? Uh, no, not that I know of. I, he eats regularly. He's on a good diet. You know, he gets his goes to the doctor regularly, gets his physical. Um, he's pretty good at home. I don't have a reason to believe that he's stressed. I, he certainly hasn't brought anything to my attention. Okay, not, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think you follow me. Sister, Sister Angela, what I'm saying is, is, is he stressed behind closed doors? Is he stressed in, in that fashion? Um, I'm not. I'm not too sure. I follow you. You say behind closed doors. What is, what exactly did you mean by that? Is, is he is he stressed at, uh, in, in in y'all's relations? Is he stressed? Are you asking me about my personal business, brother? Well, what I'm saying is, if he's stressed at home, he'll be stressed at the church. And if he's stressed at the church, then the members are stressed. Then the congregation is stressed. Um, so the stress starts with you. Excuse me? If you are making sure that he's all right at home, he's going to be all right at the church. Um, I'm sorry, brother. What, what was your name? Brother Clayton. Brother Clayton. I appreciate uh-huh. you um, conducting whatever interviews you guys need to conduct with the candidates' wives. Uh, I do think that's pretty much personal territory, and I really don't want to answer those kind of questions. It's, it's, it's not personal Sister Angela, when there's so many other people involved. See, that's why I'm asking you the question, is your man stressed behind? Brother Clayton, I could assure you that my husband is not stressed at home if I get your drift. He is not stressed behind closed doors, brother. And I would appreciate you if you don't call with these kind of questions. Are you asking other candidates why these kind of questions? Well, uh, I was the one uh, 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 dedicated to call to give you a call, and that's the question that I decided to come up with because I want to know if a man is going to be stressed because if he's going to have tension at, at the church, then, then the congregation is going to have tension, the church is going to have tension, and the church cannot brother move Clayton. forward in the direction on which brother we're Clayton. going. My mm-hmm. husband and I have been married 25 years, and they've been 25 good years, if you get my drift, okay? Oh, he is okay. not stressed at home. And whatever goes on at home, my husband has sense enough not to take it to the church. That is not something he's going to do. So you don't but have see, to that, worry that, about anybody else being stressed at the congregation, in the pulpit, nowhere, okay? We I have understand. our stuff together at home, and I appreciate it if you don't ask me those kind of questions. Now, but you sometimes just ask me. Well, sometimes a, 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 a woman does not realize that, that her husband is stressed. 
You understand? You, there, there's a possible way that you don't know that he's stressed. Brother so Chris, how can you get? Let huh? me get your phone. As a matter of fact, let me get your full name. What's your first name? Uh, let, let's just go with Brother Clayton right now. And could you please answer this question? How can you guarantee that he is fully not stressed? Brother Clayton? I'm <clears throat> calling the Lord real quick. Hold on. Brother Clayton, I'm an honorable woman. I'm, I'm a woman who stands by my man. Okay? But you okay. are asking okay. me some questions that's uh, very personal, very private, very confidential. You are asking me questions that, that, that are a question of the sanctity of my marriage. Okay? My husband is not stressed. And if I need how, to be uh, real clear, be... I don't send him away from my home stressed, okay? How do you know? I know. But what are you doing to make sure that it's less stressed? Brother Clayton, I'm about to end this phone call, okay? Now, if you... I'm not no, we're not going to end this phone call until that we know. We I need to know that Reverend Jonathan is not stressed at home. They put they assigned me to talk to you, and that's so what, what I'm going to do, and I'm going to leave. Okay, he is not stressed. I don't know who told you that. The man is not stressed. Is he acting stressed around you? He's you, not you, acting he, stressed he, at home. I bet you. I bet you he's stressed because you're stressing me right now. Now we're both stressed out. How can we understand that that man is not Brother, stressed? That, that's the end of this conversation. Do you understand me? Give me your full name right now. Give me some intimate you details, and then I'll the give you my brother. number. You I have ju- crossed the line. You wait till my husband gets here. If this is going to cost him a candidacy, then this so be it. We'll find another church. I'd have some choice words for you right now. Ooh, Brother Clayton. I will give you my name right now. Right. Do you have yes, a pen? Yes, I'm going to write it right now. The letter N, N is in Nancy. Nancy. E, mm-hmm. P. You're moving slow. What? I know how to spell now. Talk up faster. N-E-P-H-E-W. What kind of name is that? Nephew. Your name is Nephew Clayton? My name ain't Nephew Clayton. My name is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your husband, Reverend Jonathan. Hold on. (laughs) You said this is Nephew Tommy. (laughs) This is Nephew Tommy. Oh, my God. From the Steve Harvey Morning Show, your oh. husband got me to prank phone call you. Oh, Lord, I'm going to kill it. Oh, Lord, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. Oh, my God. Lord, y'all didn't trust me. Y'all didn't trust me this morning. I can't believe I let him get me. You know, I haven't heard these pranks before. I. Oh, my God. Tommy, I will tell you, if this was 25 years ago, brother, I... Cussed up a storm. I'm so glad I'm a safe woman. <laughs> well, listen, oh. listen. Can I ask you one more thing? Yes. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> and he asked me, he said, Daddy, is that sin? <laughs> Which way is up? <laughs> Which way is up, man? I'm having a flashback. I'm having a flashback. Which way is up? That's the baddest one, trust me. Three characters at one time. Way uh-huh. before Eddie Murphy thought Everybody. about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Huh? Uh-huh. Richard Pryor uh-huh. is the king yeah. of all kings. All right, I just want to say something real quick. <laughs> what? Quiet on the set. Can I get that? Can I get quiet on the set? Thank you.
Thank you. The nephew is doing big things. Baltimore Comedy Factory. The nephew is coming to town, baby. All right. It's going down next weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. One show Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday. Baltimore Comedy Factory. Never been there before. Here I come. Tickets on sale right now. Get your tickets. Stupid is coming to town. March 1st, 2nd, 3rd. Tickets on sale right now. Go ahead. Back to your foolishness. One more. Now sit down before I put this glove on your ass. (laughs) (laughs) All right. When we come back, we'll get a little serious here. We'll talk about uh, these school shootings and, of course, gun control. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, President Trump, it is time to get to work on preventing these school shootings. Uh, after listening his listening session with students and families of Parkland High School, Sandy Hook Elementary, and Columbine High School, the president listened and talked possible solutions, including arming teachers. Uh, the president tweeted, I will always remember the time I spent today with courageous students, teachers, and families. So much love in the midst of so much pain. We must not let them down. We must keep our children safe, exclamation mark. Uh, Republican Senator Mark Rubio, um, uh, he was at the uh, town hall meeting, at C- the CNN town hall meeting. It was tough, but uh, he showed up. And, um, I gave him points for showing up, Shirley. Yeah, I, I absolutely did. Yeah, yeah, I, it's his yeah. job, of course. Yeah. It's his job to do that, to hear Mm -hmm. that. But uh, he did show up because it was a hostile room. It was. It was. Uh, It it was tough, but he showed up. He he does um, support raising the age of buying rifles, he said. He disagreed with President Trump of arming teachers. Uh, He received some boos. He got a lot of boos for for being supported by the NRA, but at least he did show up. The NRA representative Dana Lesh blames the FBI, mental illness, and school security for high school, uh, for what happened at Parkland High School. bull crap. Everybody but the gun. That's bull crap. You can't blame high school security. You can't blame the FBI. Oh, she blamed uh, mental health? Mental health. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. First of all, if you can get the gun, it doesn't matter what you're talking about. How do you blame school security? Why do our schools even have to have National Guard outside of it and all this here? Because guns are on our streets and available. Yes, they, they has anybody said we've got to restrict the sale of weapons in this country? Because that's all. You can raise the age limit. You don't stop being nutty because you 20. Come on, now. <laughs> you get more nutty. Come on, man. Uh-huh. What that got to do with it? Oh, we raise the age limit. Okay, cool. Most crazy people, when they're purchasing a gun, you have no way of knowing they crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's when they put in their best acting job. You know how many people I've seen there that I knew was crazy? They wasn't even trying to buy a gun. It's just the argument they was having oh, in dishwashing liquid. Yeah. I could huh? tell. It's the fight they was having over that flat screen TV for $7. They was crazy. Uh-huh. They crazy when they open up the door at Black Friday and they trample each other to save money. All these people have crazy moments. That's crazy. And then they can get up off the floor and go right on back there and buy a gun. Mm-hmm. And they 30. Until we talk about we have enough guns in this country, this problem will continue. I, and, and I don't they know when that's going to be. Always point Steve. the finger, man. 
I, keep pointing yeah. the finger. I don't know when that's going to be. I, I've never seen any group defend anything as vigorously as the NRA defends yeah. the Second Amendment. Amendment. What I, teacher I, goes to college to get a degree to change young people's minds? And part of your job now is to have a gun on. Hmm. Wow. They already the lowest paid people on the planet yes, that absolutely. have the biggest job. Absolutely. Now you're going to take these educators who are, you are already underpaid and put another responsibility on them. Now you're a National Guard and a teacher. Yeah. 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 They already buying school supplies. Now they got about bullets yes. and guns. And who wants yeah. to be in a, as a student in the classroom with their teacher with a gun? With a gun. With a gun. That, yeah. I mean, come on. What if that's the teacher have a nervous What if the teacher have a meltdown? Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's, it's no, too that much. Is just stupid. Yeah. It makes no sense at street. all. No. Marco Ruby got the biggest applause yesterday. We said that would be like taking every automatic weapon that exists off the market. They applauded. Because that's what they want. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dog, yeah. We ain't asking for nothing yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's what we want. An automatic weapon should be reserved for war. That's it. Ooh, our, our fascination Absolutely. with guns in this country. Oh, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the senator race for Florida is in November, and the governor race for Florida mm-hmm. is Uh-oh. in November. And the governor did not show up. Show no, up? The governor didn't show yeah. up. Only Rick Scott. Yeah. The only part yeah, about Florida 6th. is they, you know, they count funny down there. So both oh yeah, <laughs> we've experienced that, haven't yeah, we? We've seen that before. <laughs> they count real funny down there, so yeah. they could win that thing. But now watch this. Mm-hmm. Watch what they do in this upcoming election. Guns, gun laws, working on the Second Amendment. If that is not a platform in all of the debates moving forward, they're gonna brush it under the rug. Mm-hmm. These kids gonna make it an issue. It's gonna it be has an issue. To be. Yeah. yeah. The the future voters. And the yeah. other problem too is that we're so used to moving on to the next stupid thing that we forget. We always know? forget, yeah. Jay. Yeah, there, there's not. a cycle. Yeah, yeah, but these kids are young enough well. and old enough where they are not going to forget, and they've been through it. I mean, like right. the kids said, they have mm-hmm. looked death in the eye. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's hard. Now, they know what that feels like. Most of now, these, and they know it won't be overnight. Here's what you all just said. You hmm. just said we can't move on to the next stupid, stupid thing. But we have a president who is an expert at presenting the next stupid thing. And he does it all the time. And it's so ridiculous that you have to address it. That's actually what he good at. Yeah, yeah distractions. That's actually what he good at. Distractions. He's yeah. a magician. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never seen nothing like it. Yeah. Oh, what's that? Wow. Well, we'll keep this discussion going on this show mm-hmm. for sure. Um, all right. We're going to talk about Shirley. Um, the Winter the Olympics, Olympics is going oh, to yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, coming up, we'll talk about the Winter Olympics. We haven't talked much about it. Well, Steve talked a lot about curling early on, but uh, we'll talk about she it. It closes cut. out uh, <laughs> this coming Sunday. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Winter Olympics will come to a close on this Sunday, guys. The U.S. won the first Olympic gold medal in women's cross-country skiing. Yeah, that girl from Philly. (laughs) She was clowning. She was. They've never won a medal in cross-country skiing. Never. The announcers got down to the last lap on the straightaway. Uh Mm -hmm. That girl. I'm talking about let it go. 
<laughs> that girl let it go and caught this girl. Yeah. Mm. Ran her down on them cross country skis. You know how hard that is to Man. do. I bet you I could beat time cross country skis. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like when I walked him down. Boy, just like, it, you it, you matter of fact, Junior, that's what I said. <laughs> you ain't seen a walk down since that girl was coming up on them skis. I said, here come Junior. <laughs> All right, take a listen to the announcers. They went crazy after they heard this. They were wild. Uh, here comes Diggins! Here on the outside! Diggins making the play around Sweden. Yes! Jesse Diggins yes! to the line. Yes! And it is yes! Jesse Diggins oh! delivering a landmark moment that will be etched in U.S. Olympic history. The first ever cross-country gold medal for the U.S. <laughs> Dog, they went crazy. <laughs> I was sitting up in here. This, this girl was coming, man. So fast, right? When, when people come for you, that takes your heart out. Man. Right? man. Yeah. That really does. When you got to watch somebody yeah, when you see somebody in your, in, in your rear. You, and you give her all you, you got. You giving all you yeah. but they coming. Yeah, they're Woo! coming for you. Oh, man. Also, a uh, shout-out to the big shout-out to the U.S. women's hockey team. They beat yes, Canada. They won. they won the gold. And Get out of here. Steve, <laughs> Steve, the Russian curlers team had to give their bronze medal back after one yeah. of the players uh, Crush Latinsky uh, tested positive you. for meldonium. Yeah, for meldonium. That's a drug. Curling? That, uh, curling. That can uh, aid endurance. How are you That's what doping that drug with does. curling? Did <laughs> <laughs> you just sweeping the ice? Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> that pressure he put When does the dope, yeah. when, when does the dope kick in? Dope to uh, curl. Come on, yell for it. It's the slowest it. damn sport. Yell, in Steve. The I love when he yells. Hard! Come on, I love Hard! Yeah. Sweep! <laughs> Sweep hard! Hard up! Hard! 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 You on that dope. You need doping for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to be disqualified. Wow. Winter yeah. Games officially conclude with the closing ceremony in South Korea on this Sunday at 8 p.m. Korean okay. time, 6 a.m. Eastern. Now, mm-hmm. how much time we got, Kat? Okay, when we come back, mm-hmm. I'm going to replay two things for you. What? We've got to hear this lady one more time. The call for the Olympic gold right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, We're back. Uh, Right before we get to J. Anthony Brown's Murdering the Hit, what you got, Steve? I want to show you the call Mm -hmm. of this race Mm -hmm. again. This woman won the first Olympic gold in the history of cross-country skiing ever for the United States. They've never won a medal. Mm -hmm. Not bronze, silver, nothing. Never. Right. Ever. This Mm -hmm. was the woman coming up on the Swedish skater at the end of the race. Play it, Cat. Here comes Diggins! On the outside! Diggins making the play around Sweden! Jesse Diggins to the line! Yes! And it is Jesse Diggins delivering a landmark moment that will be etched in U.S. Olympic history. The first ever cross-country gold medal for the U.S. Did you hear that reaction? Yes. Yes. Uh huh. Now, yes. I'm going to play you another big race that we had recently <laughs> on this show. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm going to show you the difference between the reactions. 
the audience went crazy after the lady won right. the uh-huh. gold. Go, yeah. Uh-huh. And then this is what happened in our big race. Play it, Kevin. <laughs> That was the girls walking on. <laughs> that was Carla, Monica. Y'all did do that. Y'all they, did do know, that. They walked away like yeah, we he did. had Ebola or we something. Did. We did. You Not did Ebola. do that. Y'all left him out there like, man. One more time for the for the junior race, Cat. One more time. He was passing his ass. These is the girls. But we were with you in the beginning, though, nephew. Oh, but not at the end. Uh-uh. Yeah. All right, come on, Jay Anthony. <laughs> You're up. All right, here we go. All right, this Monday and this Tuesday, we're having a special show to honor Paul Mooney and Dick Gregory with Marsha Wallfield and Lunell at the J-Spot. Monday and Tuesday. Get your tickets. Okay. Eventbrite. J-Spot, Los Angeles, California, 5581 West Manchester Avenue. Here we go with... Here's the one I came out the gate with, baby. And now I'm on the championship team on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hit it. Haters. Haters. I'm with Steve. That's right. I move. Ain't you glad that John's back for me? I'm a dangerous right. man with Viagra in my pocket. I've never heard that. that line before. Yeah. Stay up. Oh, That's a cold jam uh-huh. right there. That's fire right there. It, it is. Going down Monday and Tuesday honoring Paul Mooney, Dick Gregory with Marshall Wallfield, and Lunell, J-Spot, Los Angeles, California, baby. Yes, sir. All right, Jay. Great stuff. That's and nice Paul Mooney stuff. is still here with us. Yes, he is yes. still here with Early. us. Early. <laughs> yes. We're going to have All a meeting right. with you. <laughs> All right, Nev, you tell me coming up with a prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. But up next, it is the nephew with the prank phone call for today. What you got, Nev? 
I need a reference. Hmm? A reference? I need what? a reference. For a job or uh-uh. something? Uh-uh. No, not for a job. For what? Oh. Relationship reference. How's that really? work? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just hold tight. Okay. Yeah, just hold tight. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is yeah, he yeah. talking about, Sean? We need to do more of this. Relationship references. Let's play. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to reach Scotty, please. Yeah, yeah, what's up? Hey, 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 Scotty, how you doing, man? I'm trying to actually get a uh, uh-huh. a reference for for Monica. Monica? Oh, you talking about Monica? My my ex wife? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to get a reference uh, on her if possible. Oh, okay. So was she applying for a job? She trying to go to work now? Uh, no. This reference is actually for like a relationship. Uh, a relationship. Say, say, hold up, hold up, homeboy. Wait a minute. Relationship? You you talking about a job relationship? No, 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 no. See, what, what this here is is that I'm I'm finna actually start dating Monica on the regular, and I'm calling you for a reference. Whoa, 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 homeboy, hold up, wait a minute. Who who did you say this is, and how you get my number? My name Philip, man. My name Philip. I got your number out of Monica's phone. Check this out, Phil. You don't need to call me with whatever you and Monica got going on. Y'all need to go on and deal with that. No, 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 no. I, I got that, brother. Hear me out, though. Hear me out. What I'm trying to say is, is that. I figured if I could get a reference and figure out what kind of person she is and get get a you know kind of get a background so you can kind of tell me what kind of person her good points or bad qualities the whole night see it might save me some time from being in a long relationship if I know what to look for what's good say, and what's bad say say homeboy homeboy I know I know I'm not listening to this I was married twelve years ain't nobody give me no reference so don't call me asking for no like that. If you got number for Monica, you and Monica need to forget my. Okay, but hold up, hold up, bro. Like I say, man, I'm just trying to figure out. Hold up. I'm trying to figure out the good qualities and bad qualities. Like you know, do she want to cook? You know, is she good in the bedroom? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to know. I'm trying to just know what to look for, dog. That's all, man. I ain't trying to come at you, man. Look, oh, but I just can't believe calling another about some. I don't have her no more. Only thing I have to deal with is my child. You know what I'm saying? And you most definitely don't need to be around. Now, say, dude, I got to go. Okay, 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 but can you give me a good reference on it? That's all I'm trying to get out of you. The the reference is don't die my number ever again. Me and her, but hey, you ain't going to have to worry about a relationship with Monica. You know what I'm saying? Okay, 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 hold up, man. Let me go and break this to you. First of all, me and Monica then dated for the last year off and on. We just finna get serious. Whoa, 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 hold up, hold up, dude. The last year, me and this woman just got a divorce a few months ago. Oh, so you that who must have messed up my Hey, man, no, 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 I look, look, I ain't calling not the reason why y'all broke up. I don't have nothing to do with that. I don't have nothing to do with that. Look here. Oh, so you that slick Say, man, why don't you slide your little slick back under that rock that you slid for month. Hey, 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 dog, I can slide right on back under the rock you talking about. But what I'm trying to ask you is this right here, man. Hey, dog, can you just give her brother some references, man? Something I can look out for, some signs that, that she might start tripping. The reference I'm going to give you is when you don't have enough money, when she wants that $1,200 bag, don't call me for that. When she needs some more money for this, oh, well, baby, I just gave you my check. What the don't mean nothing. And are you pull up your bank account? Ain't no money in that. That's the reference your need. Ain't I need to hear from you. Especially if you who was around with my wife while while we was married. Talking about married. Hold up. The reference is I'm gonna find your. I'm gonna.
call Monica, and I'm going to track down. Then, yeah, give you a reference. Then, yeah, yeah, I'll give you a reference then, face-to-face. Hey, dog, I ain't trying to have no altercation with you, man. Oh, boy, you must have been trying to have something. You dialing my number. Okay, okay dog, let me, okay, one more question, man, and then I'm going to be out your house. You, you out of questions, homeboy. You out of questions. I just need to know this because I want everything, hey man, I want everything to run smooth, dog, but I want us to have a good understanding. Do you have a problem, man, with, with your little girl calling me daddy? What the did you just ask? You asked me about my daughter. Hey, 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 calm down, dude. Calm. I'm calm as I'm going to be. You asked about mine. This is about mine. Hey, dog, I'm just I asking nigga here. I, you around time. I will come in. Homeboy, look, I'm going to find because you a bad, you missed the bad. You dial number. Not only you got that, but man, you talking about child. I'm just asking, do you mind if she called hey, me daddy, oh boy, dog? Oh boy. Look here, man. That child, her name cannot come out your mouth. You hear what I'm saying? Say, man, this, man, I, I, I don't have time for it. I'm going to call that Monica, and I'm going to get your, yeah, I'm going to get you. I'm out of here. You want? Why is you calling me back? Scotty, Scotty, Scotty. I'm trying to tell you something. Why are you dialing my number back, I'm just trying to tell you something. Homeboy, you don't have nothing to tell me, homie. No, I want to say, Scotty, just listen to me, man. I want to say this. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Brian got me to prank phone call you. Hey, man, it's who? (laughs) It's who? Scotty, Scotty, this is Tommy, man. Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Brian got me to prank phone call you. Say, man. Man. <laughs> oh, well, I'm about to go, man. Hey, dude, I'm about to go ballistic over here, man. Hey, Brian got one coming, though. <laughs> oh, man. You all right, man? Yeah, yeah. Say, man. <laughs> man, Tommy, man. I. Hey, I, I'm glad you were playing, man, because <laughs> talking about my little girl. Oh, boy, Brian, no, it, it's it's going to be on in his world, man. Dude, Brian, Brian got you, man. He got you good, dog. Hey, man, one more thing, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you talk, talk. Oh, you, uh, you get yourself a talk. Uh, yeah, yeah. What? Here's some people. Wait a minute. Stop. Let them get that out. That's how fast you're get going that. to hell. That's how fast I'm going to hell. That's all right. Walmart, get your prank CD. It's called Won't He Do It. It's by the nephew. It's in all stores right now. It's on sale right now. Jay is covering his mouth. He can see you. Because he on Team Tommy. I'm on, he on Team I'm on Tommy. Team Tommy, man. I'm on Team Tommy. That is not funny at all. At uh, all, Tommy. Jay. I'm on Team Tommy, too, but uh-uh. I can feel that. Y'all wasn't that day. Oh, okay. 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 Well, I'm finna show y'all how Team Tommy you are. Everybody that's Team Tommy don't laugh. Hit it, cat. I'm not gonna. Get it off your chest. Those were some of the greatest walk-offs out of here. But I didn't even realize it, Steve, until you said something. Yeah. 
Bro, um, they didn't even know it. I saw Shirley through her hands. Okay, can I say something? Hello? Hello? Thank you. Y'all in the middle of my segment. All right, it's still my segment. Even though the prank over, it's still my segment, okay? Let me do something real quick. Baltimore. I said it before and I'm saying it again. Baltimore Comedy Factory. Never been there before, but here I come next weekend. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, March 1st, 2nd, 3rd. One show Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday. Come get your laugh on with the nephew. If you've seen me before, you're going to see something different. If you haven't seen me, oh my God, you've never seen stupid like this. Get your tickets. The nephew is coming to town. Once again, Baltimore Comedy Factory. March 1st, 2nd, 3rd. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, as, as y'all were, Talking yeah. about me. Because, because, here. because here it is. Hit it, cat. Here it comes. Here they come. Here come. All right, coming up at the top of the hour. <laughs> today's strawberry letter. You do not want to miss it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Before we get to today's strawberry letter, guys, and it is a good one, of course, and uh, oh boy, uh, Special counsel probes favors for White House job, okay? Uh, was there a pay-for-play going on with Donald Trump's advisors? Oh, yeah. You guys hear about this? <laughs> uh, special counsel Robert Mueller is reportedly investigating whether Paul Manafort dangled the possibility of a White House job in exchange for $16 million in home loans. Ah, Woo! That's a dun-dun-dun. What are they doing up there? I don't Busted. know. <laughs> They drain the swamp. Yeah. With yeah. Nothing presidential. Uh, Manafort, former uh, chief of the pr- uh, Trump presidential campaign, of course, got three separate loans in December of 2016 and January of last year from Federal Savings Bank for three homes. Uh, banker Stephen Kalk was announced as a member of candidate Trump's Council of Economic Advisors in August 2016. <gasps> The Mueller team, which indicted Manafort on charges of money laundering and conspiracy late last year, is now wondering if this was an agreement deal, too. I mean, is it ever going to stop? Whoa. That's major. Favor for favor. I scratch your back, you scratch, you get a job in my cabinet. There's something rotten in Denmark. Yeah. (laughs) Certainly in (laughs) D.C. Wow. Man. That's crazy. Mullah is the most powerful man in (laughs) D.C. right now. No, I'm telling you, this thing is going to unravel because the guy Manafort, the guy that he got arrested with, has turned Uh, and has agreed to testify Mm -hmm. against Manafort. It's about to get ugly. This is not good. And they're just getting closer and closer to the top guy. Yeah, which is Donald J. Trump. Yeah, this is going to be ugly. I ain't got no hood. I, to be like me don't ride. If I'm going down, I'm taking a whole lot of people with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this way big to see him. Cash money, brothers. <laughs> the Carter. Oh, this is way big. Yeah, we're taking over the Carter. Wow. <laughs> This is wow. crazy. Yeah, this is. Really I mean, crazy. I always hoped, you know, like before he got actually into office, he went to the Oval Office that he would become, I don't know, somehow magically, I guess, at the time, presidential. Yeah. You're looking for I magic. Mean, I did too. Presidential. I really I thought that he did. was going to turn it around. I hoped, I hoped that he would act up to the office. Okay, yes. you got the wrong yeah. guy in, but okay, just go up in there because he has really good business sense. Mm-hmm. So maybe he can do something about this infrastructure. Maybe he can do something about these taxes. 
Uh, but what we didn't count on mm. was the other stuff. See, but here's what you can't do. To make yourself a great president, you don't do it by undoing everything the previous president did. Come on. I mean, nope. he just went in there to just write dismantle. off stuff, yeah. dismantle mm-hmm. anything he's done. It didn't make any sense. Crazy. But and I that d- repeal and replace Obamacare was the biggest fiasco the Republicans has ever done because they didn't really look at the whole bill and see what it really did. It had some problems with it that needed to be rectified. Mm-hmm. But to repeal and replace it, that's still proven to be quite idiotic. Yeah. Because what you can't do is now all of a sudden tell these millions and millions of people who now got health care, you're not going to be able to get that anymore. And if you had a pre-existing condition, we're going to go back to the way it was. How can, Bigfoot, how can Bigfoot drain a swamp? <laughs> Don't he live in the swamp? <laughs> wow. I just never. I, I. I'm. I'm surprised every day. That's all I can say. I, I'm surprised I every too. day. I'm, I'm not, I, every day. Because I mean, at one point in time, you would think, okay, maybe he's learned a lesson, yep. not to say this type of stuff. Nope. He don't. Nope. 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 He don't. So I'm constantly surprised because it's not normal. I'm not gonna act like this is normal, and I'm not gonna accept this as being normal. So no, I'm stunned. And he's not going to change, not at this late date. But here's what's more stunning, though. All right. The Republicans that know better that are backing him. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Because of money and power. Yeah. Yeah. The Mitch McConnells, the Paul Ryans, the, yeah. All right, uh, time to get to the letter. Come on, nephew. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Strawberry letter. Subject, long gone and return. I'm in love with a man who loves me. We've been dating for 14 months. However, four months ago, I decided to further my career and take a job 3,000 miles away. I made sure to let my boyfriend know that I was not leaving him, but trying to obtain a better life for me and my daughter. Well, he was devastated by my departure and tried hard not to remain in love because he said it hurts too much. Fast forward four months later. The job did not work out and I returned to our hometown. Problem is, he is still so hurt that he still does not want a relationship. He claims he's lonely, still in love with me. He's 46 years old and I'm 42 and does not want to be alone. But he's afraid to put his heart on the line. I have tried everything to reassure him of my love. Love and devotion. We even tried being just physical with it, with with each other. Hard to, we say, are, it. Hard to say it. Ain't I know. <laughs> we even tried just being physical with each other, but. We are both emotional, and he does not want to feel the feelings he's feeling. This man continues to put himself last and can't seem to understand he deserves happiness. What do I do? Should I move on and date others while I wait for him to come around or simply sever all ties and forget he ever existed? In case I didn't mention it, I am very much in love with him and would drop everything for him at any time. Signed, Broken Heart. Okay, dear broken heart, to me the key to this whole letter is when you said that uh, you made sure to let your boyfriend know that you were not leaving him but trying to obtain a better life for you and your daughter. 
But uh, you left out some key elements. At the time, were you planning on staying there permanently and maintaining a long-distance relationship? Or was your 3,000-mile-away move just temporary? See, to me, if this was a permanent move, I can definitely see why your man acted this way. Because long-distance love does not work for everyone. That's probably why he tripped like that. Of course, I commend you. I, I really do for trying to make a life, a better life for you and your daughter. But this man was devastated. You said it in your life. Letter. And yes, it can happen to men, too. They can get devastated. He doesn't know if you'll pick up and leave again. He's 46. He's probably ready to settle down with the woman he loves, you. But the next opportunity, you may pick up and leave again. So if you guys are that much in love, I just think you should try and make it work together in the same city. And I think the underlying issue here is trust. Did they try you, to be physical again, Sharon? <laughs> you were hoping to come back and just pick up where you left off. But, you know, he was a bit gun shy. You know, I got to ask you, what would have happened if your job had worked out and you stayed there? You know, try some counseling. Maybe he'll come around with that. See if he'll go. 12 minutes. He'll go. <laughs> with her. The hell Steve. he got to go to counseling for? If he'll go with her. We're going to have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, let's go. Let's get to part two of your response to today's strawberry letter. Let's go, y'all. Uh, long gone and returned. I'm in love with the man who loves me. We've been dating for 14 months. However, four months ago, I decided to further my career and take a job 3,000 miles away. I made sure to let my boyfriend know that I was not leaving him but trying to obtain a better life for me and my daughter. Well, he was devastated and tried hard not to remain in love because he said it hurts too much. Fast forward four months later. The job didn't work out, and I returned back to our hometown. Problem is, he's still so hurt that he still does not want a relationship. He claims he's lonely, still in love with me. He's 46, and I'm 42, and does not want to be alone, but is afraid to put his heart on the line. I've tried everything to reassure him of my love and devotion. We even tried being just physical with each other, but we are both emotional, and he does not want to feel the feelings he's feeling. This man continues to put himself last and can't seem to understand that he deserves happiness. What do I do? Should I move on and date others while I wait for him to come around or simply sever all ties and forget he ever existed? In in case I did not mention it, I am very much in love with him and would drop everything for him at any time. Signed, Broken Heart. Let me start this letter by telling <laughs> little Miss Broken Heart yes. what her problem is in this whole thing. You, your actions never line up with your words. Mm. Mm. And none of this makes any sense to me or your 46-year-old man. Right. Let me help you understand. You wait till the very bottom of the letter to say, in case I did not mention it, I am very much in love with him and would drop everything for him at any time. Sign broken hearted. Well, let's go down the list of things you've done to see if you sound like you would drop anything for him, or even if you in love. Come on. I'm in love with a man who loves me. You've been dating for 14 months. However, four months ago, I decided, whoa, 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 whoa. See, you adding the four months ago when you made a decision into the 14 months that y'all date. So really, y'all was only dating 10 months ago, then you moved. Right. That ain't a year. And you moved on the man. Not only did you move, you moved 3,000 miles away, which requires a minimum $800 to $1,000 airplane ticket. And Lord, don't think it is, I want to see you at the last minute. Oh, please. 3,000 miles away. I made sure to let my boyfriend know, keyword boyfriend, 
Y'all are too old at 46 and 42 for the term boyfriend to be tossed around. Boyfriend. This is my girlfriend. As a certain age where you can't be boyfriend, girlfriend no more. This your man. This my woman. There's an age limit. I think it's 30. I think it's 30. <laughs> Those are your rules. Well, really. I just said, I think it's 30. Yeah. Now, if you think it's another number, that's fine. But they didn't write. They wrote me. <laughs> Ready, set, Okay, go. cool. Now, and I tried to tell him I wasn't leaving him, but trying to obtain a better life for me and my daughter. You ain't leaving him. 3,000 miles, you ain't leaving him? How this sound to the man that's hearing this news? We gonna still be boyfriend, girlfriend, though. 3,000 miles away? After only 10 months? We ain't got no ring. We ain't got no commitment. We finna be what? 3,000 miles away. Hmm. Well, he was devastated. Tried not to remain in love. Said, now, here she go. Fast forward four months later. The job didn't work out, and I returned back to our hometown. Problem is, he's still so hurt, he don't want a relationship. He claimed me lonely, and I don't want to be alone, afraid to put his heart on I've tried everything to reassure him of my love. Lady, the key word that you're misusing here is reassure. How do you reassure a person when he was never sure in the first place? Mm. When he thought mm. he had something a little while ago, you up and took it 3,000 miles away. Now, you want to reassure him. How do you reassure a man who has never been sure he was sure in the first place? You took that from him. Now, you, the same person that's been snatching stuff, then came to reassure the man. That ain't fitting to work. I've tried everything to reassure him of my love and devotion. Devotion? <laughs> Do you understand the definition of any of these words in your damn letter? Devotion is when you devote it to a person. When you devote it to a person, you don't get on the plane and leave with the baby. 3,000 miles. Then here you go. We even tried being just physical with each other. But we are most... Okay, now let me just get to this before I run out of time. What happens if you get another job offer thank for you. more money? Your ass probably do that, too. <laughs> All right, Steve. <laughs> thank you. We got to get out of here. You can email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at my girl Shirley. Uh, as we switch gears right now, I don't know. <laughs> this was crazy. Kevin Hart reveals who paid for that big power dinner they had, uh, the guys had after the All-Star uh, game. Remember this? It was uh, Kevin Hart, uh, D-Way, Dave Chappelle, wow. Chris Rock. Kevin, T uh, Chris Tucker, Gabrielle Union was there. Usher was there. Uh, they were all hanging out for dinner. Uh, and you've got to wonder who paid because all any one of them could have paid. Yeah, they balling. Yeah, any yeah, one of them. Man, uh, it's just food. Yeah, but man. but Kevin, it's the same food, y'all. Don't don't get thrown off. Mm -hmm. It's the same food. We eat, them people eat the same food. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't get charged more. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know who pays when, when you take us out to dinner. <laughs> and we thank you. Yes, um, we do. And we thank you very much from our hearts, Steve. Thank you so much. But anyway, Kevin Hart, let it be known that he did not pay for that power dinner. It was Chris Rock. It was Chris Rock, Rock who paid. Yeah, Chris Rock yeah. paid. Uh, Kevin said that it was his strategy for not paying the bill. Uh, it, was, it consisted of him offering to pay the bill, you know, when he first arrived, when it first arrived which will then prompt someone else to offer to pay it. So that was absolutely genius. <laughs> oh, that never something. happens with us. Uh -uh. Yeah, we don't even have to reach for our pockets. We yeah. just know. They don't even. <laughs> Y'all, really? Mm -mm. It's sad. I never see it make it to the table. No. no. I don't know when it get there. What? It's because you're not looking for it. <laughs>
But Steve, matter of fact, you, you sitting there eating, hoping it don't come. <laughs> yeah, to, uh, please don't you think, <laughs> you think you think maybe they forgot we over here? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm Steve, you have to admit, we don't do anything crazy like uh, 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 like order the most expensive lobster no, or anything don't. like that. No. We don't do no. that. Market we, value. Yeah, we stuff. don't do anything nah, like that. Yeah. Jay, you should pick up the bill this time. Oh, I'll pick it up and hand it to Steve. Here you go, big dog. Coming up in about 10 minutes, the Chapmans are here with dun, bad dun, acting. Dun, dun, dun. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, one dilly this time, but we're still going to be silly, okay? Because the Chapmans are back on the air, Woo-hoo! baby. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing blacker than this is the movie The Black Panther, <laughs> which had a way, way bigger budget. This one, eh, not so much. Uh, when we last left the Chapmans, KK, played by Carla, was on the phone with Dr. Lance Creighton, played by Catdog. Uh, she found out she was pregnant. Let's see how she's handling it. Hello, Von Bonds. This is KK. I think I'm pregnant. We need to talk. Sammy, this is KK. I think I'm pregnant. We need to talk. Luther, this is your girl KK. I think I'm pregnant. We need to talk. Ramon, this is KK, and I think I'm pregnant. Don't try to change your voice, punk. I know that's you. Uh, it looks like KK is going to be quite busy for a while. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to that in a minute, though. Uh, Junior, who is in prison serving hard time for the kidnapping of Chester, the murder of Beauregard, the attempted murder of Earl Chapman, the murder of Officer Touchett, stealing the Chapman pork rind recipe, and the theft of Earl Chapman's white coat and hat, uh, he was handing out a serious beatdown to someone who was touching his cornbread. Play the clip. Man, don't you ever put your hands on my cornbread again, okay? And anybody else thinking about taking my cornbread, get the taste out your mouth, okay? Because everybody who touches my cornbread is going to take the same beating. Am I making myself clear? Am I clear? Am I clear? (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) And he's really running things. I want my pants in the shirt's press and stuff and back out to and a hot cup of ramen noodles with some cornbread. Am I clear water? Am I clear water? Hey, am I clear? Don't you roll your eyes at me. Whoa! <laughs> Junior is the man! Uh, Chester and Ramon were going over the last details to get ready to uh, buy his new CVS store. Man, Ramon, I was... I'm so excited. I can't, I can't believe it. Everything checks out. I'm getting my life together. Not eating meat anymore. <sighs> Opening my very own CVS store today. Dad is going to be here, and trust me, he's going to be shocked. And Earl is in the best mood ever. Yes, I am. I say I'm in the best mood ever. My son done moved out, got his very own place. I'm back to running my poke rind business. And my butt don't hurt anymore from getting shot in it. 
with a blow dart and a bow and arrow. Just think, my son, Chester Chapman, the vegan, is opening his very own CVS store right across the street from my poke Ryan business. I'd like to thank everyone for being here today, my friends, my father. I hereby declare this CVS store open. C-V-S stands for Chapman's Vegan Store. Oh, hell no. (laughs) Oh, a Chapman Vegan Store right across from me? Oh, hell no. That can't happen. I'm choked up. I can't. I got a poke line caught in my chest. Boy, trying to kill me. And this will kill my poke line business. Go vegans. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not so fast, Mr. Sound Effects Man. Let's see how KK is doing. Let's go back to KK. DJ, get it. This is KK. (laughs) I think I'm pregnant. We need to talk. Hello, Mr. Johnson. This is KK. I think I'm pregnant. We need to talk. Uh, Looks like someone doesn't know who their baby daddy is. Uh, (laughs) We'll return next week at the CVS store where Earl has passed out, Junior slapped the warden, and KK, well, you know... We need to KK talk. KK don't know who a baby daddy is. <laughs> we need to talk. <laughs> KK been busy, huh? KK been getting it in. We're going to make that baby oh, a Lord vegan. <laughs> <laughs> ain't, KK my, ain't KK my sister? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Sister-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. Sister-in-law. Well, and then KK, Ramon? Yeah, who's Ramon? Ramon's uh, You know who Ramon friend. is? Yeah, yeah, you know Ramon. You know Ramon? Yeah. Chester's that... Ramon. Oh, that's Ramon. Ramon don't talk. He never talks. Special case. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Vegan store right across from the pork rind business. Yes. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, well, one of them is the baby day. We just don't know who. Nah, and neither mm. does KK. Now, yeah. Neither does, yeah. <laughs> More importantly. I think it's DJ Giddy. That explains how I got here. <laughs> I think it's DJ Giddy. <laughs> DJ Giddy. Hey, Junior, you get it from your mama. You running that prison, baby. <laughs> you slapping the warden? Boy, slap the warden in the face. Maybe she doesn't say we need to talk. Maybe she just needs to say it. <laughs> I think that scares them away when they yeah. hang up the phone. Uh, wow. It's going to get gooder <laughs> next week. Talk. Gooder. It's going to get gooder. <laughs> Wow, I can't wait till next week's episode of The Chapman. The Chapman. Go Vegans! <laughs> CVS stands for Chester's Vegan Store. Chapman's Vegan Store. Chapman's Vegan oh, Store. Yeah. Wow. I love it when the come together. Yeah. <laughs> Go KK. <laughs> You've been getting busy. You need to stick okay. your ass down somewhere. <laughs> All right, coming up at the top of the hour, Steve has uh, some commercials you hate, but we just can't stop singing them. They're in our heads. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so these are commercials that we hear all the time. And uh, Jay, you kind of wrote this segment, so tell us what this is all about. Here's how it goes. We're going to play some of these commercials that are on the radio, that you see them on television. 
You hate mm-hmm. them, and the reason you hate them is because they play them all <laughs> the damn time. <laughs> but you can't stop singing them. They mean it's working. They, yeah, they mean it's working. Yeah. yeah. Like, like for instance, everybody's heard this one. Play it, hit it, cat. I have a structured settlement, and I need cash now. It do get on your nerves. I hate that. JG Whitford, got seven seven six now. Yeah, I sure couldn't have done this one. You don't know none of these. You don't know none of these. All right, what about this one? What about this one? Eight hundred five eight eight two three hundred. I know you this heard guy that is too. not. Is this guy is no longer with us, but this commercial lives on, man. He's still around. <laughs> All right, it, play uh, play number four. What? Stupid but effective. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a singing cat. <laughs> Give me the next one, man. Best car insurance rates in Congo, 1-800-GENERAL-NOW! Yes. Not the one with Shaq on that. Uh-huh. This the one with Shaq. Yeah, with Shaq. With Shaq. How he get in that car? With the general, the little general. And that helmet. It's Shaq in that car. In that car, man. Is there a car that can fit the general and Shaq? Shaq is in a lot of commercials. Oh, man, he's got a lot of... Shaq's making money, man. Yeah, he's a new pitch man, seems like. His commercials are great. I'm making so much money. I'm making a lot of money. All right, give me the next one, Cat. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Stanley Steamer gets carpet fader. Yes. Say Steamer. That was my jam. Yes. 1-800-STEAMER. Oh, that's oh, right. That's so you're right. Like, that was your competition. No, I, I wanted to be Stanley Stevens so bad. <laughs> if I had the money for that yellow truck with that red writing on it. <laughs> but I had a blue truck with white writing on it, and it was a Steve 74 Econo line van yeah. I had bought and put wall-to-wall carpet cleaner. <laughs> Give me the next one, Cat. You know this one, too, Steve. I know you know this one. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Yep. Oh, safe yep. like repair. You know, I never know what the hell they saying. All I know is, play, 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 play. They say, safe, safe, like, repair, safe, like, replace. Oh, that's the So far, one commercial for <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. But you're going to know this one, Steve. You're going to know this. Play the next one, Cat. The best part of waking up oh, yeah. is folders in, in your, your car. <laughs> That's class. Uh-huh. Oh, childhood right there. <laughs> Folgers got good ass. <laughs> hit it again, Cat. Hit it again, man. The best part of waking up is Folgers in, in your cup. He, he got his eyes closed, yeah. man. What house is that? That <laughs> <laughs> ain't my house with Folgers in it. Ain't nobody that happy. All right. This I is, am. Yeah. I have coffee every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. No, coffee. I'm talking about you remember how happy the people was oh, in the man. kitchen. Oh, yeah, yeah. In that commercial. that happy yeah. with yeah. Yeah. Me and my girl, we got happy, man. Coping, man. They love coping. All right, now I know you know this one. It's the most annoying. Play it. In the arms oh, oh. Yes. I can't stand that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. Second dog commercial. Damn time for these dogs. <laughs> yeah. Don't you hate that? <laughs> dog, I can't stand that dog. They, they ain't a commercial this good for 
starving ass kids. Yeah. yeah. They put some time into these damn. You know that's a real song. They caught them dogs in their worst state. Oh, them dogs be them looking dogs so sad. So sad. And, I, and I feel so bad for the damn dog. Yeah. That's but I don't hate. be wanting to feel that right now. You turn the channel, dog. an angel. The dog ain't got no fur on him over there shivering on the chain. Man, wow, you filming the damn dog. Save him. Yeah. Man, what about that dog that hobbled out there killing and looked back at you? Oh, man. The dog, you can't take it, man. All right. Yeah. All right. This is the last one. This is the one. This is the one. Check this one out. I know you heard this one. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Yes. K A R S cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars yeah, you oh, have a lot dead. of time on your hands. <laughs> yes, you do. the one that has stayed in my head the longest. Which, Which one? Oh, I like to be an Oscar Mayer oh, from a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is what I truly like to be. Because mm-hmm. if I were an Oscar Mayer everyone would be in love with me. I hated that. Dog. <laughs> dog, you know, know it. 61 and still <laughs> know it. Yeah, yeah. That's because they affect us. Whose goal that, is to be a damn hot dog? <laughs> and that's some low aiming ass right there. <laughs> it's so good. That's what they want to be. Oscar mm. Are you kidding me? Campaign. Mm. You want to be in some boiling water. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, my, oh, my baloney? That's a first name. <laughs> yeah. Remember that O-S-C-A-R. one? Yeah. Plus, commercials yeah, wear you out, man. Name. It's You know what it is though when you put kids it's the kid. when kids, you put kids yeah. in those commercials they win yeah they win yeah. they really so do. cute yeah because they're adorable so they yeah uh, how about yeah. this one right here mm-hmm. oh how many seconds come on oh, i ain't got that i can't do it either. okay well we'll we'll do yours when we come back okay more of the steve harvey morning show right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show all right, uh, Steve, we're back. We were doing some of our favorite commercials from today and then, of course, hate. from the past that we this hate. This is the one yeah. I hated, but we had to play uh-huh. it all the time in uh-huh. our house. Uh-huh. Which one? All I want for Christmas is to be tall. <laughs> I'm so tired of being short. You got to sing it. All I want Tommy, for Christmas you don't remember this is one, to Tommy. be tall. No, I don't remember this at all. I'm so damn tired of being short. <laughs> Just let me be tall, that's all I ask. Keep back in it again. I don't want much for Christmas. Keep Tommy, Jay. Let, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Anthony Brown. Everybody had to learn that. Boy, this boy don't quit singing that. My daddy used to set your ass up. You feel the big tall. Your damn daddy ain't tall. Well, that was oh, cute, she's... Steve. Tommy, you don't remember that? Mm-mm. 
<laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Still saying. I don't want to talk about it. Short term memory loss. And what you got? Short term memory loss. Got these long range goals. Did McDonald's have a song? No, they had a jingle. They had a to all beef patty special sauce, little cheese pickles, onions on a set seed bun. Yes, McDonald's. Why do I remember that? It was effective. Hey, man, I've been looking at that McDonald's commercial, man. I actually wants me. I didn't know they had a Big Mac Grand now. Yeah. Oh, what? The Big Mac Grand. Bigger than the Big Mac? I didn't know. I, I saw it on the commercial. That's a lot man, of I burger. want to go try that. You can't have it, huh? <laughs> oh, I got you stop eating meat? Day. What? <laughs> no. Never. Did he insult you? Never. No. <laughs> Did I insult you? I'm no. sorry, man. No, my father will come out of his grave. <laughs> <laughs> he really is a Chapman. Talking about you don't eat no meat. Boy. Steve, uh, you don't think you could give up meat? No, no, no. Have you ever tried it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What was the yeah, I had uh, 21 days. 21 days. 20, I did oh, my yeah. detox for 21, 21 days, days, gave up meat. How'd you feel? Uh, I felt great. I mean, I was actually light. That's what know? I was going to ask. Are you light? I got, I got clear headed, uh, you know, really good. You had more energy? I mean, I've, I can have energy with meat too, though. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's 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 what you make. No mistake. You just have to eat the right things. I mean, you know, let me tell you who has one. Wolfgang Puck grows mm-hmm. all of his the wagyu chef? beef in the same on the same farm mm. in the United States, uh-huh. and it's pretty good. I actually have liked it better than Japanese wagyu beef. One of them got too much marble, Steve. One of them. Does. Too much, oh, um, fat in it? Is yeah. that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Too much. Really? What? Okay. I, I don't even. This one, I don't even. I think Wolfgang. I don't either, Junior. I'm with you. 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 Jay and Kier, it's like old new money and new no money. It's like you just go, wow, what have you all done with your time on the planet? You all have got to increase. Okay, okay, cool. Let's do this for closing out the show on the last break. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's ask baller questions. Yes. And if I participated, I know how yeah, it's you'll done. You'll know how, yeah, yeah. You okay. how to do it. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Okay. Like that. All right. So when we come back. Yeah. So yeah we'll let's have go more to break, guys. We'll be back. When we come back, we're going to have a conversation about balling. 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 What is it? How much is it? What does it take? Right after this. Don't go away. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay. All right. Let's go. We're back. Uh, what do we call this right here? Baller questions. Baller yeah, questions. BQ. Just if <laughs> lifestyle, lifestyle enhancement. Time for some BQ. Yeah, right. this is BQ lifestyle enhancement. If I have the answer, I know someone yes. who does. I'll answer all questions. Anybody? I'm ready. Okay, Unc. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm about to turn forty this year. Uh-huh. Right. Never did nothing like this for myself. Yeah. You know, I'm always looking out for everybody, but never did something for myself that's really, yeah, really nice. So, I want to take a trip. And I probably want to spend on the vacation about fifteen thousand. Yeah. Where is somewhere I can lay out my room? You know, that's good pay for that. Is that a, is that a lot for a vacation? How that work? Hell yeah! I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what it costs. That's where I messed up at. I don't even know what it costs to have a good vacation. 
I might be over. I don't know. You're not over. No, you ain't never Trust over. Me. <laughs> no, 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 ain't no such thing as over. No, you're not over. Because that 15 right there would not cover a ball of sweet. Yeah. Okay. For a night. So you don't have to worry about that, but you can ball on 15. Okay, how'd I do that? If I were a 40 year old guy that's never been out the country, I would go to Dubai. Yes. Because brother, brother, brother. It's so baller over there. So crime free over there. It's just an experience people should see. So non-Trump over there. Okay. I think that, now Shut Africa up. is going to cost <laughs> you a bit more. Okay. You can do Dubai for 15 yeah, now yeah. you're gonna have to fly coach. Oh, well, that, but cross country coach I, is like not like going from. It, now, no, I don't no. recommend going there, coach, because mm-hmm. it's no. a 15 hour flight. The business yeah. is good, That's, isn't it? Yeah, but business, business is great. Business is really that good. ticket is like I think I think business class. That ticket I think on Emirates I think is thirteen thousand. What is this business? Well, didn't the man yeah, just tell you he had fifteen thousand? Yeah, tell your budget, Junior. He, no, all he's doing is going down there, and getting getting in the airport and changing planes. You and might have back. to go to the Bayou <laughs> in New Orleans. In New Orleans. <laughs> okay. No, now, I, no I'm, that don't scare me. And then you know, like I can still go over there. Yeah, you yeah. could do no, it. Yeah, you yeah. can do it. You, but you're going forward. You should up just up your yeah, budget. Yeah, that's all. I'm gonna just up the budget. So you want to fly business because you want to be comfortable. Part of your vacation is the travel. Right. See, people think the vacation starts when you get there. Your vacation starts when you walk out your job on that last day. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you So that. I try to make everything a vacation spot for me. If you don't want to go to Dubai, you can travel less and you could go. Not, for a single guy, Paris is not the spot. Why but, say that? Well, it you know, it's it's shopping is romantic. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. food. It's restaurants. You want to share it with somebody. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, Paris is like that. But if you had to go... Out of the country, as a single guy, for me is Dubai. Gotcha. But now it's, that ticket is that that plane ticket. Uh, uh, is that like a regular first class? Is business like first class? Oh, business is like first domestic, class. Okay. Now okay, their so premium nice. service, that ticket, is about between twenty-seven and thirty thousand. <laughs> I, I can't true. do nothing when I get over there. What the hell? No. I'm nothing. Not. I'm not even going over there with <laughs> that. Exactly. <laughs> So we'll consider yeah. we'll with the BQ conversation right after this. Hmm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're back with the BQ conversation. Ball of questions, Junior. On your 40th birthday, if you don't want to go out the country, you could really, really have yourself an incredible time in Miami. Ooh, you can act a fool in Miami. Yeah, you can. yeah. in Miami. You could have an incredible 40th birthday. There are women doing, there are beautiful women doing fine, doing things in Miami that you go, you are too fine to be doing this. Yeah. <laughs> They're everywhere. Let me help you with that. <laughs> yeah. Then you uh, okay. can take one of your dudes <laughs> with you. Yeah. Right. Because you need a dude with you. With this ain't, no, this yeah. ain't yeah. nowhere to go yeah. by yeah. you. Not fellas, yeah. fellas. A dude. Just one. Too Just many one. dudes is wrong. Yeah. Okay. Just two one different, dude. Two one different dude. rooms. With money. 
Two different no. with money. Yeah. Mm, nah, you ain't you ain't in that circle. Of no, 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 no. He's so got to like, have the same money. His, own, his own money. Yeah. Like. Mm-mm. You ain't in that circle of friends yet. <laughs> no, no, Uncle, I'm talking about like just one of your partners. Like he ain't got to ask me for everything. Okay, you don't have them friends. <laughs> okay, I, I, got, that, I got what you're saying. You know, you're right. You the one that, you. that came yeah. up in your group. So, yeah, I got you. So <laughs> you you in the process of forming a new group. So. <laughs> I got what you're saying. You, know, you, so don't, see, you don't have you them first friends. come up, you ain't got them friends. <laughs> I'm just telling you real. <laughs> he just said it three times. Yeah, I, 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 I wasn't know. catching it. You, yeah, you, no, you don't have them yeah. friends yet. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. Only, the only one you friends with me and Jay. That's and it. And we can't go. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Tommy can go, but he gonna get in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. And he wanna take you. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Cause we gonna right, do it right. <laughs> I got you. Okay, Miami. I got you. You through, Junior? Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. through. Go ahead. Talk okay, I wanna, I wanna ball in Cape Town. Africa. Got you. South Africa. South Africa. Tell me how. That's South what I'm talking about. That's the one I know I the two best places you can stay. Come on. You can stay at the Element House. The Element House has all types of accommodations. You can stay in rooms, suites, or you can get their big, they big suite. Okay. Which I had my whole family in it. The presidential? It's like, what's it, don't call it it's, uh, it's like a house. It's hard. But oh, okay. it's on the grounds of the hotel. And it's on the peak. Now it's now, beautiful. How many how many days do you recommend if you're gonna fly from the states? Or well, if you're gonna fly to Africa, man, you need to have a week. You need a week, yeah. Cause it's a long flight, man. Yeah, it's a long flight. I forgot how many hours it is to Dakar, like where you fuel up, yeah. and then yeah, you gotta go into Joburg from New York. Boy, yeah. you remember uh-huh. that? Yeah, you remember Joburg to New to Dakar? We had to fuel up. Yeah. Then yeah. we went from Jakar. To, to Johannesburg. Johannesburg. Another Change hotel plane. is the Table Bay Hotel in South Africa. That's really nice. But but Jay, we was sleep in the car when we landed. Mm-hmm. Till they got on there and start cleaning that plane. Wow. Okay. Cool. All right, plane. All right. All right. All right, man. We're gonna lose focus. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Gotcha. 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 So if you go to Cape Town, you want to stay for a week. Okay. They have a one and only over in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. That's yes. off the chain. Now, them are the only two places I've stayed in Cape yeah. Town. But you can see the end of the earth yes, you can. in Beautiful. Cape Town. Yeah. You will be at the furthest southern southern tip of the hemisphere. Mm-hmm. And after that, you just got to start going back up. Mm-hmm. It's incredible down there. It's beautiful. Don't swim. <laughs> Why not? Unless your ass wants to get ate by a great white shark. Because <laughs> they, they are there. They are there. Don't get your stupid ass in that water trying to play. You might not come back. All right. All right, next question. Mine. <clears throat> You've been everywhere. Uh-huh. A lot of places. Yeah. What I want to know is, and then, you know, with the movie coming out, Black Panther and everything, and don't take this wrong, where can a black man go? Where can a, a real black man go with a white woman and he's not going to get all these looks and oh. people head ain't going to be turning around. And Paris. People going to be, what you, what you doing? You, Paris. Where Thank Thank Paris you. is the most Thank racially you. accepted Thank place you. I've ever seen. Paris, that'll happen in yeah. Paris. Okay. <laughs> you can go so to Dubai Paris, and do Jay? it. Don't nobody say nothing. Yes. yes. But Paris is the place. Paris is where you want to go. Nobody going to say, none of that. Mm-mm. You can go to South of France, Saint-Tropez. 
Nobody will say nothing. Thank to you for that information. Cans, you can walk up and down the street. Nobody gonna say nothing. Yeah, but if you go to someplace like New Orleans and stuff yeah, like that, you tag you in, <laughs> especially on Essence Weekend. Don't not try. Essence Weekend. Do not try. You go down there for Essence Weekend. <laughs> you gonna get some eyes. Tag you in. Tag you in. You gonna be what? You gonna think you had an eye rolling convention? <laughs> Next question. Anybody? Oh, I got a question. Oh. You go crack up. All right. Um, spring break is coming up. Help me plan a family-friendly <laughs> spring break vacation. Budget. Budget. Two thousand mm. dollars. Corpus Christi, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Down what, there, look at the water and drive your ass back. <laughs> and save five hundred. Eat at Shoney's. Yeah. <laughs> go to IHOP. <laughs> They had to travel lot. Get you some moon pies and some pecan logs. Walk down on the beach. <laughs> Bring your ass back. And if that's too far, go to Galveston. And drive. <laughs> and drive. Save yeah, some money. Fill a car with drive, snacks. Travel lodge. I hop. Moon pies. Walk on the beach. And hurry up. Pecan logs. Hurry up. I love it. You try to save somebody. Yeah, you ain't do that. do kid-friendly vacation. That ain't how you do it. I ain't well. No. Go well, to Corpus Christi and look at the water. Come on, I love it. You'll back home. Yep, from You're Houston. It's the weekend, baby. Right. Y'all have a great weekend. Uh, we'll see y'all tomorrow. Y'all no. stay in peace. Uh, it's Saturday it's, it's Friday. Oh, You're going to work Friday. this weekend. Huh? It's Friday. I'm working. Today's I'm working Friday. Today, tomorrow, and Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Y'all have a great weekend, like I said. <laughs> I'll be working. We thought we going to be with him. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that anytime I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your healthcare provider about treatment options to manage your weight.